everybody and welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri and I'm joined by two very special guests today. Uh, the first is Zelda Dungeon's very own GUI Fame YouTube Master. What's up, GUI? Hey, Andy. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. And uh, a very, very special guest joining us. You probably know her as Captain Dangerous. It is Kylie. How are you doing today? What's up? Very happy to be on here today. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, the other two uh, regulars on this show are stuck at work, stuck in traffic. Or, uh, we don't know where they are, so we had to go in and uh, find some find some awesome people to replace them, and I think that we have done just that. <laughs> so we've got a, we've got a really so. cool yeah, show for so. you guys today. We are going to uh, pick Kylie's brain and just get a little bit of uh, insight into her, into her work, and into what she likes. Woo-hoo, I'm so stoked. if you're unfamiliar, then you've got to go and check out her Instagram account, at um, Captain Dangerous. It is the cutest thing that you will probably <laughs> ever see in your entire life. <laughs> I think that we can, I think we can go out there and put and say that officially. I, I'm very flattered. Thank so. you. <laughs> <laughs> We're also we're also going to keep a running tally of how many times this episode I call um, I call Nendoroids Nintendoroids <laughs> Nintendoroids because I bet you it'll be very I bet you it'll be very high. <laughs> Should I get a notebook out and like write it down as you <laughs> say it? <laughs> the the original idea that we pitched a, a few weeks ago was that we'd have like like a bottle of whiskey or something in a shot glass and every time i called them nintendroids we would uh, i'll take a shirt and drink yeah that's dangerous yeah we could uh, hey yeah, it's i figured the show would really run off the rails quickly. <laughs> was such a bad joke <laughs> i've never even thought about how they're actually pronounced i just always see the word and i'm like okay yeah those that's what they are what's really funny is but, like so i mean they're nintendo characters yeah and yeah it just like it flows it's nintendroids yeah. and i know that there are non-nintendo ones but like you know, and try as I might, I just I can't I can't say it regularly. Right, and it makes and, and I rehearsed it, and I still can't. <laughs> it makes sense. What's really funny is a lot of people in like the community that collect them. We don't we'll call them Nendroids, but we also call them Nendos. So it kind of fits <laughs> in with like the whole Nintendoroids because it's like Nintendos. Like it's it's literally almost what you're calling it. Um, but yeah, I've always called them Nendos just because it's it's obviously a little bit shorter. But when you say Nendroids, it almost sounds like they're like little. Um, like alien robots <laughs> like they're like kind of yeah because yeah, it, it sounds like you know nendroids like you know droids from star wars or something like that but that's what i've always thought so that's why i've always called them nendos i could uh i could run with nendos, nendos. i think i could remember yeah. that all right cool nendos we'll go with nendos <laughs> it, it couldn't be any worse than nintendroids, let's nintendroids. Be i i mean i'm gonna know what you're talking about regardless so no worries <laughs> all right so uh, once again, we'd just like to uh, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and chat with us. Yes, uh, very excited. It's, uh, it's a great pleasure. Absolutely. So the first thing that I guess the, that all of our listeners want to know is uh, is just to tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, who is Captain Dangerous? Well, I am from the Midwest. I grew up in Indiana um, and moved to Ohio a few years ago, and I've been living here for the past, let's say, about five years uh, I started taking uh, photos of toys um, a few years ago as kind of a way to just honestly just kind of cope with a lot of stuff I was dealing with in my life. Uh, it started to take off into something I really didn't expect. Um, I started to notice people really enjoyed it and it made people happy, which was the biggest thing for me. Um, and it kind of turned into this huge 
thing, this big cultural thing that I didn't even know really existed until I started doing it. I didn't realize there were other people that enjoyed this hobby. Um, there wasn't a lot of people that did stuff with Nintendo characters. I was kind of one of the first, I think. Um, and it was just really neat to see this community grow out of it. And it's been such an awesome experience to see and get to meet so many other people that have also gotten joy from this hobby. And I never in a million years thought I'd ever be where I am now, um, doing stuff with other companies, um, with Nintendo, all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely been quite, uh, so, quite a journey. <laughs> and this just all started with your Instagram account, right? Correct. At, at like, at what point did you, were you just like, man, like this is really taking off? Um, I think it was definitely when uh, I remember Nintendo contacted me via Instagram and had asked me if they could use one of my photos for, it was like one of their New Year's posts or something. And of course, you know, I was through the roof excited. I was like, holy crap, like, you know, Nintendo of America has contacted me asking to use one of my photos. Of course I'm going to say yes. Um, and it, yeah. then it just kind of, it, uh, Nintendo worked kind of slow with stuff, and so it was kind of just a waiting game. Um, eventually, they contacted me uh, to do photos for their Twilight Princess amiibo um, for the release of, I think it was for, it was like Twilight Princess HD or something like that, I'm trying to remember, when it came out, like the new amiibo and everything. Um, and they'd right. asked me to do photos for the amiibo, and... It was a, just a quick little kind of test run to see, you know, how quickly I could put stuff out. And from there, it, you know, it kind of just turned into this whole thing. You know, they started kind of coming to me to do product shots of some of their stuff. But it really started with Twilight Princess. Um, it was kind of, like I said, the test run. And, and you know, I had no I had no idea just the fact that it was going to turn into anything career-wise. Um, and it was just shocking because, like, obviously, you know, it's, it's Nintendo. Of course I'm going to be excited. So it wasn't anything. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I was just happy to do stuff for them. You know, it wasn't like, oh, you know, me thinking, like, oh, man, this is going to turn into something huge. I was like, I'm just happy to be doing this right here right now. <laughs> it was pretty much how it was. So, so take us, describe, like, you're, you're on Instagram. Right. You see that you have a message. You're like, oh, I wonder who it is. Oh. It's Nintendo. Like, what, what's going on? Okay. What's going through your okay. head? I have to tell you because this was this was freaking great. So it, when the first time they messaged me, which was, I think, close to New Year's Eve, um, I got the message about one of, like, my Mario and Luigi photos. And they were asking, they're like, hey, can we post this on Nintendo's channel for, like, the New Year's post? And I had seen that it said Nintendo. And me, like, I'm, like, double, like, checking, like, looking. I was like, is there, like, no Nintendo underscore? Is, like, Nintendo underscore something something? Like, I, you know, no, it's just official Nintendo. And I freaking see it. I, like, I legitimately, like, freeze up. And I'm like, this this cannot be happening. I look over at my husband. I was like, I was like, oh, my God. I think, like, this is official Nintendo. Just message me. <laughs> I th I'm pretty sure I threw my phone and screamed <laughs> and ran around wow. my house maybe one or two times. And my poor husband's like, what is going on? I was like, look, look at the, like, I couldn't even get a words out. I was like, look at the message. Look what this says. I was, like, freaking out. I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. So, yeah, my, my basically my thought process was me losing my mind. <laughs> That's pretty much That's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's pretty cool and, like, pretty smart the way Nintendo is willing to, like, engage with fans yes, or people who are yes. creating, like, yeah. They're they're very particular, and, and like, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I thought it was cool, too, because uh, I've been following your work for a while, and, like, I eventually I was just kind of like, this looks pretty familiar to what, uh, you know, Captain Dangerous does. Yeah. And so it, for a long time, Nintendo kind of had that, 
reputation, I guess, of, of not being very protective and very unflexible. So I, I thought I just thought it was really cool to see that. Right. And what's so I can't even imagine what right? seeing that would have been like for you. It's like, uh, give me a minute. Can I have like five minutes just to kind of process what you just threw yeah. at me? Because I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> That's so wild. Um, yeah, it's so crazy. And I've I've gotten like so close to the people there and they're so sweet. They're really they're absolutely wonderful people to be around, to work with, and to do stuff for. Like I honestly like and I've 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 really only worked with them the most and I think I've gotten really lucky getting to work with a company that is extremely understanding of the creative process of people and also very understanding of the fact that you know, we're, we're people. It's not, you know, we're not just, uh, you know, a person to pump content out, you know, like they, they appreciate the artist side of things and that's what they want. They want, um, a genuine side of people. They, they don't just want a carbon copy of something. They want someone's like their unique mark in terms of like what they produce or what they, they give to Nintendo or whatever. And that's something I've always respected. I dare say that, you know, yeah, I dare say your work wouldn't, shine the way that it does too if it was kind of glossed over with that nintendo brush right right so i think that that's really that's really cool on their part too yeah and it's it's something that really uh spoke to me when they came to me they're like you know we we don't they i mean they told me this like we don't want you know we don't want just like nintendo like you know we don't want it to just look we want your work like we want what you do and when they told me that that hit me really hard i was like you know i was like most companies aren't like that they're typically very much, you know, we want this look, we want you to do this, where Nintendo came to me and they were like, you know, we want your style, we want that, we want your unique stamp that you have on your art. And that, like, I was like, wow, I was like, that's, you guys are, you guys are unique, like, I've never, <laughs> and then the companies that I've worked for and been around, I was like, this, this is, you know, this isn't common. That sort of uh, quality, like, reflects in a lot of, like, Nintendo products i feel like too like, absolutely uh just recently with like mario odyssey mm-hmm. and breath of the wild like you can kind of feel like there's like some heart in these games oh 100%. and not just like you know we made a game by the numbers right so. and they still have that quirky nintendo oh yes absolutely them. god i hope they never lose that because it's my favorite <laughs> no never never change that. no that was that was the biggest appeal to me as a kid was the way nintendo always was kind of the wild card uh it was the nintendo was always the crazy aunt that showed up at the family reunions and he never knew what she was going to do <laughs> that was nintendo and i always loved close the liquor cabinet. yes exactly hide hide the alcohol <laughs> What they just busted out cardboard? Right. Oh, you're. Oh my God! I I remember when they like when they first announced that I was looking for my husband. I was like, I was like, you know what? I don't know what to think, but at the same time, I'm super excited. It's like that was my I'm very intrigued by that. Yeah, I was like this is very intrigued. If if I think if my cat wouldn't destroy it, I might even <laughs> Right? And like I've I've actually built a couple pieces and again, I'm I was skeptical at first too cuz I was like this is this is a little far out there, but I was like, you know what Nintendo, you've always done crazy stuff and I've always ended up being like, you know what? This is cool. This is innovative. I love it. And I tried it out. I was like, this is cool as hell. Like I love this. Like this is super cool. And I and I, like I said, I'm I'm not sponsored. I'm not anything. I'm just telling you straight up. I freaking love it. Like I think it's great. Um, it's it's definitely more kid based. Um, but sure. but that doesn't mean like I said. A lot of my friends who uh, don't even have kids have like 
been taking it and kind of like taking the tech and stuff and like customizing it and doing all this cool stuff with it. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Like I've been loving seeing the creations and stuff that have been coming out of some of my friends who, like I said, they don't even Mm -hmm. have kids. And they're like, this is so cool. And uh, it's very... It's been suggested that I'm just a child at heart anyway. Right. <laughs> right. Like, like it was so funny. I was like, you know, they're like, oh, it's geared towards kids. I was like, um, honey, I'm going to be buying this anyway, even though I'm 24. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to be buying this. You're going to see some, like, adult creations oh, from that, too. Yeah. That, I mean, no offense to kids, but, you know, there are some more complex things we'll oh, see. Yeah. I, I imagine with yes. the music aspect of that piano. Like, oh, I'm, absolutely. I want to see songs made from that. Absolutely. Uh Brian Altano of IGN was already making a remix. Really? For this Nintendo Labo piano. Oh, that's that awesome. Cool. That's so awesome. awesome. All right. So now I don't know about you, Goo, but like I can, I can barely take a selfie properly. So <laughs> Kelly, can you walk us through what the creative process is like in terms of taking the actual picture? I mean, we can, we can see the finished product right? and the finished product is adorable and it looks great. And it's like, Thank you. when you look at it, it's almost like you're in this, this magical forest or something like that. So like, how do we get to that? Like, do you scout out locations or do you just kind of see something spur the moment and then, and then place the stuff? Uh, How much, like how much in advance does it get planned out or walk us through basically just, uh, just how you go from, you know, seeing something and then setting up the final shot. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. So now on some shots, I will scout out areas Um, But believe it or not, a lot of the shots and the depth I get in my photos can be done in your front and or backyard, believe it or not. (laughs) Hmm. Um, If you know how to use light properly and also like you kind of have to have an eye for seeing stuff. You're like you're seeing something that's obviously our size and you're like, you know what, this this could almost look like this, but in miniature. Like it's it's kind of a weird filter you almost have to put over your eyes to kind of see stuff in a smaller format. Um, and with some photos, like for instance, a lot of times the photos I've done that have like, the, it looks like they're like Link is in a field or something. That's literally been done in my front yard uh, in early morning light because that beautiful soft morning light that comes in behind Link kind of illuminates the grass and it gives it this, this feel of just kind of being in like a magical field. And it really light is 100% what kind of gives it that depth. Um, but some locations, like, you know, some of the photos I've done in, in creek beds or where there's a lot of rocks or whatever, I've had to hike out, you know, a mile or two into the forest to find these locations. Um, and I'll often have, like, a backpack that has, like, all my figures in it and my camera and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's really uh, just kind of – I literally kind of have, like, an internal clock of, you know, watching the sun move and kind of knowing where, okay, like, you know, obviously evening light is going to have a certain look or morning light is going to have a certain look. So I kind of time mm-hmm. when, you know, I want that mood or that feeling of that photo. I think of what that light looks like in the morning and the evening. And depending on what mood I'm wanting that photo to have, that's kind of how I plan it. Um, and honestly, sometimes even some of my photos are very like spur of the moment. Like sometimes I don't, I don't plan them and and they end up working out. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know what, I'm going to try it. If it doesn't work, that's cool. But at least I, you know, at least I tried. So it really just depends. Is there any, um, is there any like big post-production that goes into them? Um, other than maybe adjusting some filters or anything like that? Or like Uh, kind of once you take the shot, like that's, that's it. Um, some photos, it's really like, especially if I have the location planned out, like I said, like if I have a field or something and it's just like a prop and link, then, you know, the field is really my set. 
Um, but some stuff I actually have to build the entire set for. So, for example, um, I know recently I did a set of, it was like Link and the Koroks, and it was in like this stone platform with like a stone background. I actually had to sculpt all that stone myself. So none of, oh. none of that was actually outside. I had to take foam, I had to paint it, I had to carve it, and I had hmm. to texture it to make it look, you know, like, an, like a, an old stone floor, a wall, kind of like something you'd see in Breath of the Wild. Um, and same with some right. of the other sets as well. Some of them um, are kits that I've redone. Some of them I have completely made from scratch. Uh, some I've had to kind of build, just kind of spur of the moment. Um, it really depends on kind of what I'm wanting for the photo. But yeah, a lot of the times, uh, some of the, the props or photo sets or any of that stuff, I, you know, it's like weeks in advance sometimes. It, it really depends. Um, like for instance, right now, I'm actually working on uh, The Mask of Truth. And I have it carved, I have it made, I just have to paint it. Um, but that's typically what I do. I was like, okay, like I know I want this photo, but I have to make this prop first. And then sometimes I'll even wait right. for certain lighting or whatever during, you know, I, you guys have no idea how many times I check my weather <laughs> app. Holy crap. Wow, I can imagine. It's almost obsessive. Is there, <laughs> is there like a particularly strange or difficult location you've ever had to go to? Oh my gosh, yes. Usually like. It, oh, sorry. If you find anything with water is typically tricky, and it sucks because I love I love taking photos near water because water's reflective, it's beautiful, it kind of gives off a dreamy feel to a photo, but it's so unpredictable because certain times, when, especially when you're working in like a miniature set, is that you have to be careful of water flow. So, for instance, I could be setting up a photo and I'm wanting these little leaves to look like lily pads, right? But if the, the creek has a flow to it, and I can't really see it, obviously, because, you know, the, from my eyes, the creek looks still. But there could be a underflow to it. So I could be putting in the little leaves, and by the time I turn back around and take the photo, all the leaves are downstream. <laughs> and I'm like, no, <laughs> this is bad. Um, but, yeah, I would have to say working with water is typically always the most difficult just because I, I can't control it, so I have to time stuff. Um, so there'd be times where you know, I'll have the camera on a tripod and I have the figure set up and I'm literally dropping leaves and hitting the shutter like as it's happening before the leaves go downstream. Um, it can be as complicated any, as that. Uh, <laughs> any Captain Dangerous blooper reel shots oh that my goodness. Uh, the public has never seen? <laughs> I really hope I have photos of this. Okay, so there's a couple. <laughs> uh, anytime I've worked with snow, um, I will typically use powdered sugar. And it, what's great, I, I've, yes, it's very clever. I've used flour before, but flour will typically not dissolve. So I stopped using flour and I'll use powdered sugar. But because, and this is my husband for you, anytime we've done powdered sugar or snow shots, especially outside, he'll, he'll like throw it at me, kind of like a snowball. And we've actually gotten a powdered sugar fight before. And I have the photo. I'll have to send it to you guys. But there's a photo of my husband and I covered in powdered sugar for, like, a Christmas snowy photo that we had done together uh, with, like, Link and Zelda. And we, it looks like we're just covered. In, and my friend always makes this joke that it looks like we're covered in cocaine. And I'm like, uh, that's powdered sugar. But he has legitimately <laughs> always made a joke. He's like, man, he's like, I didn't know you guys used cocaine for your photos. I was like, dang it. <laughs> he's got me figured out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so there's definitely some good blooper photos exactly there. for sure you don't know what link and kirby were up to oh oh yeah the uh the things you said like that you were dealing with like the the light and all that stuff mm -hmm. is this stuff you 
you already knew? Like, were you doing photography before you decided to start photographing the uh, nin- Nindos? Nindos, was it? Nindos. Yeah, or, we'll call them that. Uh, what's really? <laughs> or is this? Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, no, go no, ahead. no, you're fine. Um, I actually had never done photography really like seriously before I started doing this. Um, I had a a very cheap very crappy camera when I lived with when I lived at home with my parents but it never really worked um, so I didn't I used to actually set up toys and figures and stuff when I was a kid I didn't really have a camera or anything but I used to just set up little scenes and stuff in my room um, just for fun like I, I'd never actually photographed it or anything and then once I kind of got out on my own um, I, I have always collected action figures. I've always loved them. It's been a big part of me growing up. My brother and I used to collect G.I. Joes and like the Marvel action figures and all, like we had hundreds of them. Um, and we used to set up like G.I. Joe bases on either side of our room and we'd like try to infiltrate each other's bases. <laughs> Super nerdy, but nice. yeah. I built a I built a Jurassic Park in my backyard when I was a kid. Oh, that's freaking oh dude, Jurassic Park is one of my favorites. You're speaking my language. <laughs> that's great. And all the dinosaurs. I built that uh, what was that thing called in Jurassic Park two, the high hide? Oh, um I think I, I built no that idea. thing. I took like a pot or pen or something. I say I know it, what you're talking it, about, I remember what it's it called. It, yeah. It's basically it hides them in a tree so the T Rex can't eat them. Right, right. So they got pretty crafty. Um Impressive. Very yes, very impressive. Hats off to you. <laughs> <laughs> So actually, it's just like jumping right into, you, you took the words out of my mouth when I was going to ask you next. I was going to ask, like, like, do you collect anything else? Oh, or yeah, like, absolutely. Like, how many how many collectibles, how many Nendos do you have? Oh, and, my and what was goodness. your first one? Like, what's, what's the one that started it? Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, don't judge me, but I probably have over 250 Nendos. Um, oh, yeah. It's not well, just Nintendo that I collect. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a big anime fan as well, um, and I've collected quite a bit from that. And what's really cool is my husband and I actually collect together, which is great, and it's also not so great because we both love to collect. It causes issues with room. <laughs> so You've got no one to yes. check the other one. Right, exactly. Like, my husband will be like, oh, he's like, did you see this figure? Like, look how awesome, or this statue or something. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. He's like, should I get it? I'm like, you know, I'm not going to tell you no. Like, it's freaking awesome. Like, you know, it, it's bad because, like, I'm, you know, I, I love it just as much as he does. And his thing is he loves Gundam action figures. So I'm actually sitting here in my office right now looking, and there's, like, probably 16 Gundam figures, like, staring at me right now. <laughs> um, he, nice. They're, like, they're, that was his childhood thing. And so him and I will actually build them together. Um, and like do customize like stuff and he's really good at painting he's actually been um, a big part of helping me with a lot of the super detailed miniatures because he's so good at like really fine detail so him and I work together a lot on some of the miniatures and the sets he's a big part of it Uh, but yeah like uh, my office downstairs in my house is where all my nindroids are and like some of my statues and whatever and like I said I probably got about 250 uh, and then if you're upstairs in our computer room, it's filled oh, with man. like video game uh, statues, anime statues, a whole crap ton of Gundam, all kinds of stuff that him and I have collected over the years since we've been together. Um, and it's continually growing. You'll never run out of stuff to shoot. Oh, yes, for sure. Oh, my gosh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> sometimes, it, you know, I'll get stuff in the mail that I don't even remember. Like, I was like, when did – because sometimes pre-orders with Good Smile Company that makes the Nendroids, their pre-orders will be, like, six months out. So I'll pre-order something and completely forget about it. And then once it releases, I'll find it on my doorstep. I'm like, 
I don't remember ordering this, but I was like, this is like Christmas. This is great. <laughs> like, it's super <laughs> exciting. Um, that's that's the kind of support that I need. I want to buy, like, more Amiibo, and I get told no. Aw. Because my Amiibo takes up too much room. See, that's, I think that's jealous. good to have in your life See, that's also, true. That, you, yeah. need, you need to have that medium because it's like my husband and I have to do the same thing where I'm like, I've literally told him, like, honey, I love you. But it's like, I legitimately, like, until we have more space, I have to say no. <laughs> like, I was like, once we have some more room, then it's cool. Like, I'm totally fine with it. But I'm one of those, like, I don't want to get it and then just keep it in the box. Like, I want to display it. And so it's like one of those things, like, once we have um, space. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of how it is with Amiibo. Like, Nintendo keeps pumping these out and sometimes like i'll you know i'll get them to do photos and i'm like crap where do i where do i put this i was like there's too many (laughs) i have too many what do i do with them and so i've kind of just been like stacking them up like on some of the shelves i have that go like around because i my office is basically my figure room so like i have amiibo that are like going around the entire border of my office and it's getting to a point how many would you say you have oh my goodness oh i don't know i have (laughs) I don't. I don't even know how to answer that because I'm sure there's some that I have that I don't even remember that I have. But I know too many. I have too, yeah, too many is the answer. I have too many. That's that's good. <laughs> but I was going to ask you about this a little bit later, but I'll just ask now. Mm-hmm. I know that you were in uh, San Francisco sometime this yes, year. Yes, yes. And uh, I went there in October as well, and I uh, I was I was lucky enough to go take a tour of the IGN head office. Oh, that's so and, cool. Uh, the GM pair has all of his like he has every amiibo ever oh really and it's displayed in uh, in the office and it was like the coolest thing that i'd ever That's seen I was, like, so incredible did you uh did you get to check out anywhere like uh kind of gaming specific in san francisco well, while you were there i i was in nintendo's office so yes <laughs> Uh, well, like, yeah, okay, sorry. Jumping yeah. ahead of myself again, other than, like, other than the big end. I was going to say. We'll get to in just, uh, just I, a little bit. I was actually down from a couple of the offices that do other gaming. So I didn't really get a chance to check out, because basically when I was there, I had um, a meeting with the social team, and then I filmed for Nintendo Minute. I wasn't there for super long. Um, but right. I, I got to check out the city, which was incredible. Um, and yeah. I can't wait to go yeah. back. Oh, gosh, it's beautiful. Um, but I wish I would have. Honestly, I think if I hopefully get to go out there again sometime soon that I would like to explore a bit more. Um, but yeah, when I was out there, it was definitely, I, I basically hung out with Nintendo the whole time because I was like, I don't, they were like, you don't have to leave. I was like, you don't have to tell me <laughs> twice. <laughs> can't can't fault you for that. Right, exactly. I was like, you know, if, I was just if telling, I had the I was telling you guys, I was telling you about the Calgary Stampede and a very similar thing, I think, if you guys checked it out when you were in San Fran yeah. is um, on the wharf. Oh, oh yeah, okay. it's kind of like yeah, that yeah. atmosphere there. Yeah. So imagine that, but with rides everywhere, and that's kind of like the Stampede in Calgary. That's so cool. Which that's is country re- music central. That's really awesome. I dig it. Uh, that sounds nice. <laughs> it's 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 cool from from a distance. Like <laughs> from a distance. Um, so if you're not from jumping, there, it's right, probably right, cool. Right. Yeah, if you're not from there, it's awesome. Right. So jumping back, what was what was the first one? What was the first Nendo that you remember buying and then shooting? The first Nendroid I actually had was a gift from my husband, and it was Mikasa from uh, Attack on Titan. And the first Nendroid I actually really remember shooting was Toon Link. Um, he was the one that kind of started everything, and he's super special to me for that reason. I don't shoot him as much anymore, although I want to. Um, just because he's older, he doesn't have as much, uh, like, I guess I should say personalization as the other Nendroids do, but he's still my favorite. Um, 
I actually take him with me every time I travel. He's kind of like my good luck charm. Um, I've taken him oh. to, I know, I've taken him to every E3 I've been to. I take him, like when I traveled to San Francisco, I took him with me. Um, but I've always taken him, taken him with me, like I said, just because he is that. He was my, he's the one that kind of got me into working with Nintendo was, was Toon Link. And he's extremely right. special to me for that reason. He's a little beaten up, but you know, he's all right. <laughs> he's been, he's been through quite, quite a few adventures, a couple falls in the creek, you know. <laughs> Well, if you're trying to take a cute Zelda pick, Toon Link, that's a good. Oh subject. yeah, I love Toon Link. He's he's got so many great expressions. I especially love his. Um, it's his. I think it's called his sidle face, where he's like up against the wall and he like sneaks. Oh, yeah. His little cocked eyebrow. Oh, yeah. oh my god, I love it so much. It's like my favorite favorite face out of like every Nendroid I own is probably that, just because it cracks me up. <laughs> That's so great. I think that's one of the great scenes in Zelda is when uh, Toon Link just gets blasted from that cannon yes, and smacks yes. the side of uh, the Forbidden Fortress yes, and, and just eats just it right eats to the bottom. It, yeah, and I love the countdown that Tetra does and like each time, like each countdown, it's like a different expression of his face and you can tell like he's getting further and further pissed off as she's like counting. First he's like shocked and then he's like accepted and then he's like, I'm pissed. <laughs> Oh, I always thought it was him trying to get like psyched up for it. Yeah, but I like that too. Yeah, that works too. I'm gonna get you wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so great. I love it. All right, so Nintendroids, GI Joes, yes. Gundams, Amiibo. What else? Uh, Figma. What else Figma is, is the other in one. your Figma collection? Figma is the I call them the adult Nendroid. <laughs> <laughs> they're the more detailed, the more um, less chibi of the uh, Good Smile line. They're made by, I believe, Max Factory. Um, they're absolutely... I, I thought you were going somewhere else with the adult uh, Nintendo. <laughs> whoa, <there>. whoa. <laughs> Not that adult. Um, but I believe they're, they're, they are produced by Max Factory through Good Smile. Um, they're amazing, though, just because they are super poseable. Uh, there is Twilight Princess Link, that's Figma. Uh, Twilight Princess Zelda, and then there's Figma Link Between Worlds, which I think is my favorite because he's kind of in between a Nendroid and a Figma figure. He's he's like a he's mm. still kind of cutesy, but he's got all the posability that Figmas have. Um, I collect a lot of Figma as well. I don't do as much with them just because um, they haven't really made a lot of the Figma character uh, Figma characters of like the Nintendo characters I've wanted. And they're less expressive, which is the only right. reason I don't use them as much, because that's what I'm all about. I love having the various hilarious facial expressions that the Nendroids come with. Um, but I'm really hoping that Figma continues to make uh, nin like Nintendo-based figures. I, I'm fingers crossed they make a Figma Breath of the Wild figure or a Figma Breath of the Wild Zelda. Like that's that's my hopes. That'd be cool. Oh my god, I would die. I'm like so that hoping that happens. Unreal. Do you have any of the, like the so, larger like Zelda statues that are out there? I do. I have the um it's Was there I think they're fast four figure ones? Yes. Uh first Zelda four, I believe first it four. is. First yeah. four, sorry. Uh, Moss over here has a ton. Dang. Like that's I'm surrounded by them right now. I got the <laughs> that's Major awesome. Majora's masks staring me that's down. That's awesome. It's an um, it's a nightmare when you come into the basement here and the lights are off and you just get <laughs> just like big, staring at you. <laughs> yeah. Do not like it. Oh no. That would Do the eyes light up? Uh, there's going to be a special edition one where the eyes light up and like pulsate. I was so getting ready. That's going to be coming. Oh, yeah, too, and I was I'm getting ready. Not to looking ask. forward to it. <laughs> Just a nightmare <laughs> when you go down there. Um, 
Well, speaking of masks, I was, uh, I, I often creep your Instagram here as I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. You have this, like these, these unreal Majora's mask, uh, replicas. I do. Like, did, where did you get those? Did you make them? So, did, like what's, what's the story with now, those? Now the Majora's mask, like the official uh, Majora's mask, um, that was actually, I think it was part of a Kickstarter like years ago. My husband bought the blank of that, so it was just a shell. Like, it wasn't painted, it wasn't anything. And as an anniversary gift to me, he painted that for me. So it is, like, my most prized possession. Because, one, he knows, like, Majora's Mask is my life. And, two, he he took the time to, like, he bid on it or whatever, like, got got in on, like, that level in order to get it because they sold out pretty quick. And he hand-painted that whole thing for me. Um, and it's my favorite favorite yeah, piece I mean, that I have. When, when she says her husband is a great painter, I'm looking at a picture right now, and like the irises of the eyes are like he, super detailed and layered, and like it looks spectacular. He's crazy I, I can't believe at it. Like, he's, yeah, that's that's unreal. he's amazing. Like he we might have to get him on the show. Oh my gosh, he would love that. I was actually getting ready to ask. I was like, if we ever want to do this again, he's he's a blast <laughs> to talk to. Um, and plus, he's. <laughs> It's super funny because him and I both are, are mean to each other, like all in fun. <laughs> but it's great because t- we've done interviews like this together before. And I always try to get him on. He's like, you know, I just want you to do. I was like, no, I was like, you're great to be on these because you're hilarious. And he's he's great. But yeah, he's um he's amazing at painting. Like it's it's ridiculous. Some of the super fine detailed of like the miniatures and stuff he has actually done for me. Um, the picto box from Majora's Mask that I have with the Majora's Mask Ninjaroid, he made that for me as a gift. Wow. Yeah. He, uh, he told me how he did it, and I was like, I literally looked at him for like five minutes. I was like, you're crazy. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how you did that, but I love so it. So he's got some craft skills. He's, oh my gosh, he is. I, I think the next time you're on, we definitely have to. Oh my gosh, uh, please. To make a roundhouse conversation of it. Please, yeah. for sure. So I'm assuming that you can't really tell us about this, but as my my hero Wayne Gretzky said, you miss 100% of the shots that you do not take. <laughs> true, very so, true. So I know that you have partnered with Nintendo mm-hmm. previously, and uh, I've, I've read a post, and it said that there's some future projects coming up. Mm-hmm. Can you give us any details about anything that uh, might be in store for you in the future in terms of uh, working with Nintendo or just in general? Even? I, I can and I can't. <laughs> See, that's how we get you, is we ask you the question we know you can't answer and then just hope that you let something slip. <laughs> well, I'm not... I'm not, I'm not be, you have to be careful saying, on Champions Cast here. Right. I was saying, I'm not saying anything I'm not supposed to say, but that's all I can say is that I'll let, I'll let you guess. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question. Yes. Um, Andy and I both, we do, you know, some unorthodox things. Yes. Uh, apart from our, our day jobs, but it, it seems like this, you do this full time. Uh and I, I wonder about this sometimes with myself. What do you tell people that you do when they ask, like, what do you do uh, for a living? You know, well, not not in a disparaging way. No, it's just no, like, I totally understand. It's such a mean. unique thing. Um, what's what's really funny is, and a lot of people are shocked by this, is that beforehand I actually worked full time and did this. I did both. Mm, so course, this was yeah. this was never something like this wasn't just like all of a sudden like oh you know I do this full time. And and um mm-hmm. it's grown more or less into that. Uh I still do part-time stuff but really now because of how much I've done it and it's taken almost 5 years to get to this point. Um so it's not something that just happened overnight, but uh you know basically what I say is I'm a product photographer because 
Uh, I've done product photos for Nintendo. I've done product photos for uh, Viz Media. I've done product photos for other companies just across the board. Uh, and it, really, it's kind of one of those things where um, I'm, I'm still at this point kind of like wondering, you know, where is it going to go? Is, you know, what, what else is going to happen? You know, that, that kind of thing. I, uh, I have connections with Blizzard. I have connections with, you know, other companies out there that I have I've worked really hard to build this rela- these relationships with. Um, not right. only as just a friend or like as a friendship or but as just a partnership as well. Um, you know, my goal was never to make money. My goal was never to, you know, I'm going to be, you know, this whatever and I'm going to make all this money. that was never money was never it. Money is a bonus, but it has never been like my main thing. Um, I do this because I love it and I do it because it makes people smile. And that's, that's really all I need at the end of the day. Um, And, you know, and I think that without that, something like this couldn't succeed or like get to the level, you know, where it is. Exactly. And I've told, I I think if you don't have that, it it bleeds through. 100%. And I've, I've told people too, because they, you know, they've asked me like, how did you get where you are? And like, you know, I really told them, I honestly don't know. You know, I didn't have a business plan. You know, I didn't go out there (laughs) with this set of like, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to work for Nintendo or I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. I never had that. I never had money in mind. My goal was to be the best at my craft and to make people happy and to make people smile and to bring a positive light and a positive outlook to the gaming community um, and just people in general. You know, this, this world's a dark place and I feel like if there's just some small way that I can bring some happiness to some people, then I, I feel like I've done my job, more or less. It, it shows, awesome. too, when there's, like, if, if someone is, like, trying to make content just for the sake of it, trying to, like, have a job right. doing it and not really putting much, I guess, heart into it, it, that usually shows. I mean, sometimes that stuff works for people, but right. I feel like it detracts a little it, bit. It really does, is because you lose... Let me just say... Oh, like... go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what happens is you lose that personality, you lose that part of that person when... It's just mm-hmm. a business mindset, and it really sucks because I've met so many creative people um, just through doing this that you know I just think I was like, wow, like you, not only do you have the creative ability, but you also have the heart and you have the drive and you have this passion that I feel like the game gaming community now really needs. They need to see that you know that it's not just the same carbon copy crap that a lot of people do, and nothing against people that kind of do the same thing everybody else does. But I just really feel like that in this community now that a lot of people kind of need something new. They need um, something fresh, I guess is kind of a good way to put it. And I feel like we need more people with passion, with you know people that aren't you know, don't have dollar signs in their eyes every time they see something that actually truthfully care for the community and they truthfully want to see video games grow as an art and as uh, a community outreach. You know, it's it's not always about money. And unfortunately, that's typically how it is. But I do have faith that there are some people out there that don't always see it that way. <laughs> so, you know, sure. what? some people when they're having a bad day, ask their friends to send them pictures of puppies or of kittens. Yeah. 
I asked to see Nintendroids. Oh, that's so, <laughs> so there we go. cute. That makes me so happy. See, there we like go. that that's all I need. Like that anytime people comment that stuff, like they'll they'll message me or tell me, you know, like, man, I, I just wanted to tell you and half the time they're like they don't expect me to respond, which I will go out of my way to because I that means so much to me that people take their time out of their day to message me and tell me, hey, like your picture made me smile or I was having a really bad day and I saw this cute photo of Link that you did and it made me really happy. Like that freaking will bring tears to my eyes. Like that makes me so happy that some some small thing that I did made a difference in their day, regardless of, you know, what they're going through. Let's let's be frank here too. If these pictures don't make you smile, you have you have no heart. <laughs> you have no soul. No <laughs> I mean that's fair. Have you have you had people, you said, like, the community has kind of grown, yeah, yeah. like, since you first got into it. Have you had people, like, tell you that you got them into actually doing that? Oh, my gosh, all the time. And it totally, it makes That's cool. it makes me so happy. And it, they're always, the, a lot of people that ask me for tips are like, you know, how do you, and I'm always so happy to, you know, answer questions and obviously, you know, help them in the best that I can. But it just, it makes me so happy to see people that, like, especially a lot of people come to me and been like, you know, I've been dealing with a lot of, you know, either mental stress or depression or whatever. And they started taking photos of toys, like taking their toys out and going in the woods and like taking photos kind of like I do. And they told me it's helped them so much. And as somebody who has dealt with depression and severe anxiety and all that stuff through most of my life, like that, like I can't even describe how happy that makes me that somebody is going out there and doing this and it's making a difference in whatever they're struggling with like that that's incredible to me and it always makes my day when people even message me just to let me know that something I did helped like it just it's a it's awesome like I I really don't even know like how to how to describe the feeling like it's just super cool that's awesome yeah, getting someone so out I'm gonna of the house. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. And Gooey, I'm going to put you on the spot too, oh, actually, no. since you're a guest to the show. <laughs> okay. Uh. But. We're ready. <laughs> what is your favorite Zelda game and why? Oh, no. I know mine. Do you want to go first? <laughs> um, I think I think uh, you may have said it earlier, uh, but did, was it Majora's Mask? Yes, Majora's Mask is my okay. favorite. Yeah, that's uh, that's my favorite as well. Oh, so. high five! All right, that's awesome. Um, Majora's Mask is my favorite, and what's really funny is it's it's not necessarily my favorite to play in terms of like you know playing through obviously playing the the game through beginning to end um, because mm-hmm. I, I have played through it plenty of times. It's more that I enjoy how quirky it is as opposed to the rest of the Zelda series. I love all the masks. I love the complete just. Like different way that they went with this game. I mean, it's it's like a oh. There's something to be said for shooting aliens right? in the farm. Like <laughs> every, I remember when I played that game for the first time years ago. I was, and of course this is right after I had beaten Ocarina of Time. I'm just like, what is this Zelda game? Like, there's aliens. Like, what the heck is going on? And I loved it. I was like, this is so weird. Everything is like slightly off, so it's kind of unsettling. But then again, like because like everybody's in this weird state of mind that you know the world is is going to be crushed by the moon it's like this this weird unsettling feeling and yet everybody's still super happy like it's so bizarre like it's it's really hard to explain but something about that game just like it just spoke to me on a creative standpoint I'm just like this is so bizarre it's so different and I absolutely love it plus I'm a big fan of masks just in general not not even just Zelda masks but masquerade masks like Mm -hmm. that kind of thing so the fact that 
the game re revolves around collecting them. There's different ones that do different things. Um, I really love how deep a lot of the character uh, connections are, especially with like the uh, the couple's mask, um, like that kind of whole whole bit. Like I just love stuff like that. Like it was just very, it was a very deep Zelda game um, with a very creepy undertone, and I think that's why it's my favorite. Yeah, it was like, it's odd because one of my favorite aspects about Zelda is the dungeons. Yes, like that's yes. probably the number one thing I like about Zelda. So from like a gameplay standpoint, it's not maybe my favorite, but I same, like same. the, it's like one of the most thematically strong games, like Absolutely. The, the story tied in with the gameplay, like it, even though it only has four dungeons. Right. So I love the little personal stories and all that kind of stuff, like more than, like, I, I don't even, I don't even really like or I would say I don't love a lot of stories in Zelda games. I'm but the same way. I feel like mm -hmm. this one really hit. Yeah, and this one is like very personal to me. That's how I felt too. It's a very different atmosphere yes. than anything else for sure that it came before or like really after. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember the scene that kind of always stuck with me as a kid was um, when the giants are holding up the moon. Like that whole scene was just like, I've never to this day I've played every Zelda game and I have yet to see something that's like that dramatic looking and it was just really even in, in its you know <laughs> it's dated graphics for that time like even then it was like this is like a powerful moment like you felt it when you played the game you're like this is this is serious and it's like always stuck with me even now I still think about it and it was really funny because my brother had to ruin that moment by telling me that the giants looked like potatoes with legs <laughs> And now you can't unsee exactly. that. I was like, thank you, because they do look like giant bearded potatoes with legs. <laughs> Before so we have these statues in downtown Calgary, which totally remind me of those really? things. I'm going to try and find a Oh, yes, please do. They, they're these weird, creepy looking uh, things, and all they're missing is a moon. To <laughs> oh, no. That game, before like I played that game, I think most like shows, movies, video games I played, it was just like you kind of beat you know the you know they kill all the bad guys right. and it's like you know you know characters die and stuff but it's like oh no they killed that character or, oh my gosh she sent that photo <laughs> uh but right i'm looking this, at it now oh my gosh <laughs> majora's mask was like one of the first pieces of like media or art or something i interacted with as a like 10 whatever year old kid mm -hmm. where it was like characters like coming to grips with their like demise basically or some who had like mm. irreversible afflictions and stuff like that and so like I feel like my very young mind was like kind of altered by that game a little bit yeah yeah for sure I just want to I want to throw out a quick plug to uh, Gooey wrote a very cool article describing a uh, a near-death encounter that he had when he was when he was a young lad and uh, how playing Majora's Mask kind of really uh, helped him with that after, which you guys should all go check oh, out on Zelda Dungeons. Absolutely, so, uh, very, very cool game. Um, I agree. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it's in my top three for sure. And that's there. Um, the the atmosphere of that game is just out of this. World. Oh, absolutely. There, there are like ten Zelda games where if someone said this is my favorite Zelda game, I would be like, totally. So you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm not yeah, even that's, saying that's it's true. the best. So, oh yeah, but for it's sure. my personal favorite. 
All right, so Kelly, I'm scrolling through your Instagram here, yes, and I see, I see a lot of Zelda, obviously. Oh yes. I see Animal Crossing a lot, and I see Kirby a lot. So I'm gonna put you on the spot again. Okay. I'm gonna throw out the PG version of this game. So we're gonna play Kiss, Marry, and Kill. Oh Kirby, no. Zelda, Animal Crossing. <laughs> what do you do? And Gooey, you go after this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I need to think so, so kiss, marry, and kill. Is that what it is? That's that's right. Yeah. Okay. The uh, the non PG version replaces. Oh oh uh, I, kiss. oh you don't have to tell me I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is so terrible because I love them all. <laughs> okay. Uh, kiss Kirby, marry. I guess it would be well Link, but Zelda. And I guess kill Animal Crossing. I don't like this. I like them all. This <laughs> is so terrible. Yeah, we've got uh, a oh. Nintendo affiliate on here uh, saying kill yeah. Animal. They're gonna be so mad at me, but like Animal Crossing. Um, but it's so bad because it's like I, I love Animal Crossing, but I love Kirby and Zelda so much. So it's I don't. They're gonna great guys. I mean, they're gonna kill me. What can you do? <laughs> what can you do? Yeah, this is a real. Uh, Sophie's choice. Yeah, one hundred percent. I marry Zelda for sure, just because it's that's my favorite series. So same, it's like same. I can, I want to spend my life with this series. One hundred percent. But uh, I don't know. I like. I think I like Animal Crossing more. See, it's so difficult mm-hmm. because they're both like super cute. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of hard. Like they both got that sense of like innocence. But I'm such a Kirby fan, bef- like kind of before Animal Crossing, so it's like I have that loyalty. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a huge Kirby fan, but I like that NES game. I played so much. Like oh, I yeah. think that's a super fun game. It's- oh, and the the Nintendo 64 Kirby, I played a oh, lot. Heck it yeah, was at for sure. the local McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> See, I- for some reason, our McDonald's had yeah, a, had an yeah. N64 with Kirby in it. So see, it's so funny because I'm gonna sound. So this one, this this was easy for me. Oh no, obviously, oh, yeah, I obviously, right? And, and but like the first thing I I was like is like I would kill Kirby. Yeah, you're not Kirby. He's never been he's never been my guy. <laughs> He he's a very hit or miss with people kill kirby for sure uh kiss animal crossing maybe once <laughs> just you're not just a big once. animal crossing but, fan either though uh I, I like animal crossing it's uh it's one of those games i i'm i'm more of like the rpg yeah, kind of sort yeah. myself but i definitely do appreciate animal crossing i, I played a lot of animal crossing no, in my time knowing you i think the hard one the hard question the version of this for you would be Zelda, Donkey Kong, and Metroid. Oh, or something now like we're that. talking. Now we're oh, talking. Yeah. Don't make me do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, don't make See, me do that. You know, I was going to say, actually, so I've scrolled through your Instagram feed, as I as I said that I often do. Uh-huh. And, you know, I think we need to uh, maybe maybe bring out uh, Samus. Oh, bit my gosh. Trust me. Trust me. I have one. Here's here's the thing. Again, because I told you, I have, I have all the... Because Metroid is my husband's favorite series, like freaking favorite here's a crappy thing oh we need to get him on oh my god he he could talk to you about it forever um he's a huge (laughs) huge metroid fan um but what sucks is it's like i have been dying for them to make a metroid uh like metroid themed and android so i would love to see obviously samus like zero suit samus in the android form i have them both as figma 
but what kind of sucks, and like I said, with, with Figma, as much as I love them, they're not really expressive. So it's kind of difficult to like do yeah. fun situations with them when they don't really have that many faces. But I have all the Metroid figures. Like, I have all of them um, because it, I'm a big fan of the series as well. And we actually built a Metroid set. I'll have to send you pictures for the Metroid Amiibo when it released for the 3DS. Um, that was all. Uh, I think I'm looking at it yep. right now, actually, yep. and it looks really cool. It's got some green light in it the background. It was crazy fun to build. Um, that was my husband's baby, as it were. To I was asking, I was like, you know, let's build this set for the the amiibo coming out. And he was he like literally before I even told him like, hey, like how should we do this? He looked at me. He's like, I already know what I'm gonna do. I was like, okay, I'll let you do this <laughs> <laughs> since you you seem to know exactly what you want. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, it's it's a super cool like oh, it's awesome. shot that makes me kind of want to see more of like that sci-fi because oh, like this looks see, this looks and awesome. That's the thing, so it just, is it's, it's like, like I wonder what else. We I get, want more uh, figures to come out that are more sci because like that's my favorite genre. Like I I'm a huge fan of Alien. I'm a huge fan of like those yes. old school. Yeah, I love that yes. stuff. So it's like I'm wanting more figures of that. And I but the thing is, it's like because I like doing stuff with different expressions and because Figma don't have that as much, I'm kind of hoping that they'll like if they freaking make a uh, Samus Nendroid, I'm going to scream because I have wanted one of her for so long. Um, so I'm fingers crossed that they will. Um, I have a feeling th- I have a feeling they will. Especially Hopefully you're redeemed now in Andy's eyes. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I'm I like I said, that was. That was a little bit tongue in cheek, to be honest, because I know that they don't make a lot of Metroid stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I. Uh... Which is which is too bad. <laughs> um, I'll definitely have to to send you some of the sets I built for for Metroid, but uh, I I honestly really really hope because I know Nintendo is typically Zelda, Mario, and well, it's been more Animal Crossing as of late, or it's going to be that type of stuff because um, they've been mm-hmm. doing the Animal Crossing hmm. like the Pocket Camp. They've done you know the stuff for the 3ds i know everybody in there that's like the only amiibo that you can find in in calgary right now is just leftover yeah. animal crossing. Right? Yep. like some some like third tier character from animal exactly crossing. exactly yeah. and like fingers crossed the and like i said like i i'm really hoping um because i personally don't have any info on this yet but i have a feeling um especially since animal crossing has been being screamed for for the last god since the switch even was thought about people were like oh my gosh animal crossing on the switch and yeah. i i honestly would love to see that mm-hmm. just not only for myself but for the the fans as well because i know they're they're really hoping for that but i'm personally more than any other game i am screaming for another like metroid on the switch that's that's really my biggest my biggest thing is that metroid prime 4 oh yeah i think we'll see it at e3 oh yeah here's hoping I, that would be awesome i'm also hoping that well, that about does it for us and our uh, chat yeah. with Captain Dangerous. Uh, again, just want to just want to thank you so much for uh, for coming on the show. Absolutely, it was a pleasure being on. Yeah, so I, I, I think we definitely need to set up a uh, a follow up feature. Oh, absolutely! With your husband on I would show. love to we'll ask him about some painting. Learn about the crafts. Change it to yes, the Metroid yes. cast. Oh yes, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, so that yeah. spin off show. <laughs> Sounds great. Welcome to the Metroid cast. Yes. (laughs) So, if people want to go and check you out on social media, 
where can they find you? I am Captain Dangerous on Instagram and Captain Dangerous 64 on Twitter and then just Dangerous Pixel Pixels on uh, Facebook. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I just again want to thank you so much for coming on and thank you to Gooey for uh, for being my my anchor and my yes, rock. Yes, it was nice to hang out with both you guys. So thank you to you. Yeah, it was nice to meet you and yeah, it was my here. pleasure to get to be on the show. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, this has been the Champions Cast that you can listen to on ZeldaDungeon.net. Um, be sure to check us out on iTunes, Podbean. Uh, drop us a like, drop us a subscription, drop us a comment. And uh, until next week, thank you guys for listening. See you then.